The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to our September. September 2019 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to take a look back at the month and talk about some of the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining me today for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, who is the director of Search Metrics' services team. Tyson manages our SEO, content, and client success organizations, and outside of shepherding Search Metrics' largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, He's dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's our monthly sit down with Search Metrics' Director of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers. Thank you, man. Glad to be back on once again. Good to connect with you. Lots of things changing in the SEO world. We've got some preliminary data Lots of core updates and a couple other announcements from Google. Uh, what do we know and what do we have data on so far for September's performance? Yeah, so we're we're at a very like interesting pivotal time that we had a lot of news last week come out from Google about the core update that started to roll out last week, as well as kind of a few others in relation to the news. So right now. As the core update still rolling out and we're still crawling our full research cloud database, that kind of set is still early, early stages and, you know, anticipating that we'll actually have a better feel of the core update in the upcoming week or two. Still, there has been a fair amount of kind of like movement in the industry. I think, you know, one of the ones that we were looking really close at was how the websites would respond to some of the changes 
that Google's been announcing in the form of like the news uh, segment. So Jordan and I had a podcast earlier this month talking about some announcements that Google made and what we're calling the real news update, where they announced that in the news media, original publishers of a story would be given more credit Basically, what we're calling the real news update, where follow-along articles are not going to be shown as much as the original publisher. Google also made some announcements related to uh, how they would be managing links, uh, updating the nofollow link, allowing for people to tag their links as user-generated content, and also sponsored content. And so we're starting to see a little data related to that, but we don't necessarily have the full picture of the landscape when it comes to the big announcement with the core update. So we're going to be covering that in a podcast later this week when Jordan and I get back together. But Tyson, let's talk about what we do know in terms of some of the announcements that Google made. Let's talk a little bit about news media first. Seems like that's the obvious one where we've seen what we think are some preliminary findings. Uh, What have you seen so far in news and media this month? Yeah, and this is an a segment or an industry that I would expect to have, you know, changes coming in the next coming weeks, not just from the core update, but then also what you just mentioned as far as like how Google's rewarding the first to break a story. And I think this is still at an early stage for it, but we have been keeping a close eye on the large news sites to see, you know, is it true that the big conglomerate news sites that are typically ones to be early to these stories to be further cementing themselves as the winners? And in this, again, it's early preliminaries, but we saw a little bit of a mix between websites that moved up and websites that moved down just in the last week or so since that they made this announcement. You know, at first it was a little bit like, okay, how much of this is, has actually fully rolled out? How much people actually had a chance to make changes on? And thinking about too, in the nature of it, of like the first news story is they're probably going to have this mixture of winners and losers among stories within their own site. So one given news site, they might be the first to break one story, but then they might be one that's late to the game on another. So you're probably going to have this mix match of articles that are doing really well versus ones that are kind of performing, you know, not as great. So Tyson, I'm going to let you off the hook here. Uh, behind the scenes, before we started recording this, you were saying that you didn't necessarily want to go on the record saying who was up and who was down, that it was related to the recent Google update. And to me, because we only have one week of data, and so we're a little hesitant to call someone a winner or a loser based on one week of data for the month. But I do think that we're seeing a trend across uh, you know, broad major news media sites where some are relatively significantly up and others are significantly down in the last week. And then we've also seen some websites which were consistently down for the last few weeks all of a sudden shoot up. So let's talk a little bit about who were the winners and losers this month in the news media, knowing that we're really only looking at like a week's worth of data or so past the announcement of the the changes for how Google is evaluating news. So starting out with the ones that are up, you know, the first kind of starting point that I wanted to look at here was the, the big like, you know, traditional news sites. So New York Times, LA Times, and both of these websites were up week over week. I think the the interesting one is looking at New York Times that in the 12-month lens has been losing a lot of market share. 
And this was the first week that we actually saw them reverse that trend and have one win after this announcement happened. Similarly, as far as like a percent increase, there's LA Times. The difference here is LA Times hasn't been in kind of like the last six month lens, the reverse side. They had some great gains during the March time period around the last core update or the March core update, also a little bit kind of in the June. And they saw roughly an 8% increase in this last week over week. So I'd say both New York Times, LA Times were on the winning side. Another winner that had a pretty substantial increase and given the nature of the story was kind of wasn't sure at first how to interpret it was BuzzFeed. So it's like BuzzFeed's not typically what you think of as far as like this, you know, having the same credible uh, news source credibility <laughs> as you would with maybe the New York Times or LA Times. However, thinking about this, it's like, you know, and we'd want to dig in a little more, but they are going to have some type of post and stuff that may be early into the game. You know, BuzzFeed does have a, a journalistic arm and they do have, a, you know, a breaking news. So I know that we all think of BuzzFeed as being popular for their, you know, listicles, the top 10 articles, but they do actually have a news organization there. And so maybe they are actually breaking news and publishing a lot of listicles. Yeah, and they saw just under a 10% increase week over week. So I would say definitely kind of on the on the promising side for them. They did have a huge increase, roughly, let's say 61% it was at the March update. So I think that they do have some risk here. But that's something you know that I would certainly be feeling pretty good at if I was in their camp. The one that's interesting to me is BuzzFeed is interesting because we don't think of them as a regular sort of journalistic enterprise. Uh, New York Times is interesting to me, and, and they were only up slightly. But the reason why they stick out to me is it bucks the trend that they were on a pretty steep downward decline. And in the last week, we've seen them shoot up a little. So they reversed the trend. And even though the data doesn't look like, oh, they picked up a lot of market share, they were hemorrhaging pretty badly going into this past week. Talk to me about some of the brands that are down. Where are you seeing brands that have been struggling since the Google Real News update? Yeah. And actually, kind of an interesting starting point on making that transition is CBS Local. So CBS Local, we talked about them on one of our recent winners and losers of how CBS.com dropped a lot, but they regained a lot of market share on CBS Local. And currently, CBS Local has a larger SEO visibility or a higher SEO visibility than CBS.com. So CBS Local, we saw a roughly a 10% decrease this week. Going back the week before, it was another 17% decrease. So for the month of September, I would have them in the loser category. They're still over the last couple months, they're still up and it's still outperforming CBS.com. But interesting enough, CBS.com actually regained a little bit of that lost market share in this last week. So you had kind of the reverse of trends with the CBS company or brand. You had CBS local decreasing and you had some gains on the CBS.com side. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. 
You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Okay, so we're seeing some differentiation for CBS where local is going down in terms of visibility, but the CBS.com domain has increased. What are some of the other brands that were negatively impacted? Yeah, one of the ones that we saw the largest decrease this last month in this space was Reuters. They had in this last week over week, so post the last announcement, just over a 7% decrease, followed by an 8% the week before and a 1% before that. So they've had a downward trend the entire month. And they were on the winning side of the March update. And now with these losses that they've experienced recently, they've almost lost all of that market share that they captured earlier in the year. So especially with this next announcer, this next core update that was announced last week, they would be one that I'd be quite nervous as far as how they're going to play out in the coming weeks. And a couple others that you know we saw loss as well, similar story as the other ones that we've been mentioning. WashingtonPost.com, we saw about a 4% decrease week over week. They, in the 12-month lens, have been down quite a bit. So I would say that they're hurting a bit on this. And then another one that we saw a similar decrease, however, you know, the waterline's quite high for them, is CNN.com. So I think the takeaway here is, A, it's early days, right? We just saw the announcement about how news is going to be handled and that original publishers are going to be given more credit and more visibility. We're seeing a, a split. Some brands are up, some brands are down. Nothing that is night and day, black and white, clear. And then, of course, Google made the core algorithm update announcement this week. So we're going to keep an eye on this. But it looks like we're seeing a myriad of brands being given a little credit, at least initial credit, with the announcement of Google's new way of handling news. Tyson, talk to me about some other industries that you've seen something interesting happening. We mentioned that Google is looking at how links are no-followed or user-generated content. Have we seen any differences in user-generated content-focused brands yet? Yeah, so I mean, one kind of interesting observation was Quora in the UGC category. They had had a softening over the last month. And in particular, since the last announcement, they had a almost a 10% decrease in their visibility. This is a site that we've mentioned a fair amount. They kind of had this ping-ponging of performance 
But now it's like this last month, it's down again. And when you look at the 12 month lens, they've lost over almost 600,000 visibility points. They've lost about 50% of their visibility in the last year or so. Yeah. So they are one that has been historically over the last couple of years, one of the websites that people would look to from a how to succeed in UGC. And now we've kind of over the last 12 months seen them coming back down a bit and faced with some of these recent challenges. How about on the positive side? Have we seen any brands that are UGC related that have seen any sort of uptick in the last few weeks? Yeah. And so we got one that jumped way up. And as far as positive side, it's going gonna, it's gonna to depend on where you sit on this kind of update. But the one that we saw by far the largest increase, and this is in just a one week over week kind of term from this last week, is no surprises, but YouTube. So YouTube week over week had a 10% or just under a 10% increase. However, with how large of a footprint that this site has already, that 10% is massive. So YouTube in the last six months has had crazy gains from market share. Again, kind of depending on how you feel about that and you know any potential connections between YouTube and Google, that whole kind of positioning. This one, I think some people could feel threatened by. You know, a lot of people probably no surprises there. But last week would be the largest significant movement for YouTube in the last 12 months. Yeah, we might have buried the lead here. This is probably the headline. YouTube had a 10% increase in visibility week over week. And in the last two years, we've seen YouTube grow 100% in visibility. So, you know, either they've got some great SEOs that are there and they're totally unrelated to their parent company and they just happen to be great at SEO, or Google is prioritizing their own properties. And whether they've implemented the change and the links related to UGC, or if this is related to the core update, it's a little unclear. But YouTube had a monstrous week, gained 10%, which is about 5 million in terms of their visibility score, which is the size of somewhere between Instagram and Twitter. So in terms of SEO visibility, YouTube this week picked up a Twitter. (laughs) Obviously a very good week for them. Let's talk about the last industry that we have on our radar this week, unrelated to any of the core updates, but it is uh, the back to school season. We wanted to take a check in and look to see what's happening in the entertainment industry. We mentioned YouTube already. Obviously, they had the, the killer week. Tyson, what are you seeing in the rest of the entertainment industry now that the kids are back in school? Yeah, a couple of interesting ones to point out. One of them being Instagram. You have some parallels with the last conversation that we had around UGC. Instagram week over week and just this last week, they had a 16% increase. However, following before that, it was about an eight-week decrease. So overall, Instagram is down. But from the week over week standpoint, a great bump. So that, if you're on their side, that's going to be definitely really promising or hopeful to see to kind of reverse that trend that they've been experiencing over the last two months. One other that's kind of, you know, stemming from the video conversation with YouTube, Hulu, much, much smaller footprint from YouTube. You know, just to give the listeners a little bit of perspective, YouTube's currently sitting with an SEO visibility score of 51 million, 
where Hulu is sitting at just under 500,000. But week over week, they got a 4% increase. And overall for the month, they are up as well. So positive signs on Hulu's front. Now that the uh, kids are back in school, has anything happened in terms of uh, audio consumption? Yeah, in front of the audio consumption, one of the biggest players in this space, Spotify, they actually had a really strong month as well. So they would be in the winner's list. They had over a 10% increase in the last week over week, which was, again, for them, the largest movement in roughly the last 12 months. So that was a huge win. And prior to that, earlier in the month, they had a bunch of more moderate wins that they were able to link together. So I'd say Spotify is the player that had the most movement in the month of September and definitely going in the right direction. All right, let's land the plane on this. Tyson, tell me who are your winners for the month? I would say definitely the number one winner being YouTube. I think as you said it, gaining a Twitter invisibility for them. Um, that's a huge, a huge win. Other one I would say is Spotify. They've had a really strong last 12 months. This one or this last week's increase as well has kind of really catapulted them up and moved them past the 1 million mark as far as SEO visibility goes. So that would be my second big winner. I think I'd throw in for the winners, the New York Times as well. Not a huge update. I just have a feeling that the announcement related to original content publishers getting more credit in news is going to help them. And we saw them turn the tables. They were on a pretty downward slide and had an increase for the week. So I'm going to throw New York Times and our winners as well. Talk to me about our losers for the month, Tyson, who, uh, who had a tough month. Yeah, the one that I have for the biggest loser of the month would be Reuters not just in the week over week and how it responded post this last announcement, but looking back over the last eight weeks, that one I would be pretty nervous about. So Reuters would be my uh, number one loser this month. I'm going to throw Quora in in the losers category. Uh, they've been the darling of how to use UGC. They had a difficult week, and I think that might be related to Google's recent announcement. So Tyson, any other winners and losers? Any other comments about September? No, I think that wraps us up for uh, you know the month of September. Really eager and anxious to see kind of what the numbers come in with with this recent core update. And I think October is going to be one of the most interesting months of 2019. We are in the full swing of Google update season. Jordan Cooney and I are going to come back later this week to talk to you a little bit about what's happening with the Google core update. And again, Tyson and I are going to circle back up as we do every month and talk about the changes in the landscape next month for October. So lots to look forward to. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Search Metrics' Director of Services. If you'd like to learn more about Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can send a tweet at Tyson underscore Stockton, T-Y-S-O-N underscore S-T-O-C-K-T-O-N. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed later this week with more news about the Google Core update. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.